0: Yeah. It is Wednesday, March 31st here at Shark Studios in Rochester, New York. Welcome to the 16th Quick Hit Podcast in our Dynasty Prospect Scouting Report Series. I'm your host, Matt Schauff. With me, as always, is Jared Smola. You can now find 21 Dynasty Rookie Scouting Reports on DraftSharks.com. Every single one of those articles is free to read and they will keep coming at you right up until the NFL draft. You can check out every one of these accompanying podcasts by subscribing to the Draft Sharks YouTube channel as well as any of our podcast feeds. Today, or I'm sorry, yesterday was Javante Williams' turn. Today, now that both Jared and I are one dose into the vaccine process, it's time for our second dose of North Carolina running backs. So we're going to talk Michael Carter today. Jared, tell me a little bit about the other Tar Heels running back in this draft class.
1: Yeah, so Carter was just a three-star recruit coming out of high school, but he he contributed immediately for North Carolina. 97 carries for 558 yards as a true freshman. Both those marks were second on the team. Um, He averaged 5.8 yards per carry that year and also led the team with eight rushing scores. You know, that, that was a team with Antonio Williams on it, but not Javante Williams yet. 2018 as a sophomore, Carter missed the first three games of that season with a broken wrist, but returned to average 66 rushing yards per game on 7.1 yards per carry. Um, also led the backfield that year as, as a sophomore and ranked third on the team with 25 catches. Um, and then in 2019, you know that's when it, become, it, it became the Michael Carter-Javante Williams show in the Tar Heels backfield. That year, Carter out-carried Javante Williams 177 to 166. He averaged five point seven yards per carry. So Javante Williams is five point six, and Carter also um, finished with more catches than Javante Williams. Uh, Twenty-one catches for Carter to seventeen for Javante Williams last year. You know both those guys set new career, career highs across the board. Williams had one more carry than Michael Carter last year, is one fifty-seven to one fifty-six. But Michael Carter outgained Javante Williams uh, one thousand two hundred forty-five rushing yards to one thousand one hundred forty. 8.0 yards per carry for Michael Carter last season versus 7.3 for Javante Williams. Uh, Michael Carter matched his career high with 25 catches this past season, set a new career high with 267 receiving yards, 10.7 yards per catch for Michael Carter. He trailed Javante Williams in PFF rushing grade, elusive rating, missed tackles, force per attempt, yards after contact per attempt. But if you look at Carter, you know, versus the whole universe of running backs, he was really strong and all those marks. Among 238 qualifying running backs, Michael Carter was seventh in PFF rushing grade. He was 26th in missed tackles force per attempt and 12th among those 238 in yards after contact per attempt.
0: Yeah, he was excellent in those categories and probably would have shown up even more if he didn't have Javante Williams on his team. His 2020 rushing grade, was better than any produced by Najee Harris or Travis Etienne over their college careers. Sixth nationally in yards after contact last year, according to PFF, fifth in missed tackles force, total missed tackles force. That is, of course, Williams was fourth and first in those categories, so overshadows his teammate a little bit. But the 8.0 yards per carry are a UNC record. I read in Kevin's scouting report on our website. In their three shared seasons together, Michael Carter beat Javante Williams in yards per carry each time. The gap in carries shrank annually, as you had said already, to Williams leading by one this past year. Carter caught more passes in 2018 and 19. They tied at 25 last year. Williams actually led Carter in yards per catch in each of their three shared seasons. I mean, really, all we need to know about these two guys in terms of comparing them is that they are both very good running backs. They both head toward the NFL with upside. But let's look at maybe what's different as we get to the film review section and what Michael Carter brings to the table.
1: Yeah. And again, I think worth remembering too, that, you know, Carter was always one year of experience ahead of Javante Williams. You know, we're talking, uh, if you're looking at the past three year, it, years, it was senior, junior, sophomore year for Carter versus junior, sophomore, freshman for Javante Williams. Michael Carter short, but you know, he, he's not small. He was five eight, two hundred one 201 pounds at his pro day. That that's basically the same size as Gio Bernard, basically the same size as Brian Westbrook. And those are the comps as far as just height weight goes. Carter kind of has that thing where you know he he's he's short he like hides behind the line. Defenders kind of lose him, then all of a sudden he like squirts out up the middle for a big gain. You know he definitely has good quickness, good elusiveness, more power than I think you'd expect from a guy who's just 200 pounds. I think though it's it's in the passing game that he's most interesting. Didn't see him lining up out wider in the slot at North Carolina, but ran a wide variety of routes from the backfield, the swings, the angle routes. You see him run some wheel routes. Downfield and just you know looks comfortable, reliable hands, obviously can make stuff happen after the catch. So I think you know he he's gonna be a plus in the passing game at the next level. I have read some concerns about his pass blocking, which could be a concern, especially you know, for someone of his size.
0: Yeah, I agree. Looks good as a receiver. There was good receiving volume throughout. Even last year when Javante Williams picked up his receiving volume, as we mentioned, Michael Carter still matched him in reception. So it wasn't like Javante Williams overtook him in even that category. I thought Carter looked a little bit faster than Williams when I watched the two of them there, 40 times, of course, suggest at the pro day that they're, they were nearly identical. So, you know, maybe that's just a, a an eye trick thing. Either way, Michael Carter's not a true speedster. He's not going to produce a lot of long plays, but there seems to be enough speed there for what he is. And the speed probably does matter a little bit more for him than it does for Javante Williams, because he is a little bit smaller. Like Williams, Carter brings impressive agility, I think. Carter checked in even better than Javante Williams in the three cone at 6.81 seconds at their pro day and beat Williams in the short shuttle. You know, he is smaller, so you would expect a smaller back to tend to be better than a bigger back. But only 11 pounds lighter at their pro day weigh-ins. 201, as you said, not tiny. He's right around the same size as Austin Eckler, even just a little bit shorter than Eckler. At the same weight. So I don't think Michael Carter is going to be a RB one, a team's lead back out of this, but he has the package necessary. He will need to continue to display the receiving stuff. And he'll probably also need to improve on the pass protection as he gets the NFL to get on the field quicker and to stay there more often.
1: Yeah, I mean, if you're a smart team, you're not using him in pass pro that much. If he's out there on passing plays, you're sending him out uh, on routes. Um, You know, teams aren't always smart, though, so maybe it's more of an issue than it probably should be. You mentioned that agility stuff. Um, You know, the 40 time was kind of disappointing for a 200-pound back, but 88th percentile three-cone time and 95th percentile short shuttle. So really, you know, elite quickness and change of direction from Michael Carter, which is important for a guy of his size. Going into the fantasy potential, I do think the size is Going to be somewhat of a limiting factor at the next level, like you know, he's he might not ever go way past 200 carries in a season, but that, that's fine again. You know, that probably prevents him from being like a top five back, but he can still be a, a very useful RB2, maybe even flirt with RB1 numbers in PPR. Again, if we comp him to Gio Bernard, and again, Bernard was the same exact size, his first three seasons, Bernard was you know, right around 160 to 107 carries and around like 40 to 50 catches, and he finished those seasons. 16th, 18th, and 22nd in total PPR points. I think that's a very doable range
0: of, of you know production for Michael Carter. I agree. The size is not a killer; it is a limitation. 113 player seasons of 170 plus PPR points from running backs over the past five years. Among those 113, just 14 have come from guys 205 pounds or lighter. So you know, recently it's smaller guys not delivering a huge chunk, but you know, 14 out of 113 is not nothing, so there is the, the shot there. Three of those 14 seasons, of course, came from Christian McCaffrey. Michael Carter is not Christian McCaffrey. Nobody is, really. But James White, Philip Lindsay also put up two of those seasons apiece, at, you know, guys who were lighter than 205 and being within top 24 running back range. Carter's bigger than Philip Lindsay is, and he looks like a higher upside athlete than James White. Uh, He's basically, as I mentioned, the same size as Austin Eckler. And Eckler, besides McCaffrey, is the only other guy in that range to post a PPR season of 300 plus. I, I think we're looking at a better version of Deion Lewis here, potentially. You know, we'll see what he turns into in the pros. But I think the upside is a better Deion Lewis. I think that Michael Carter does present some upside as an option in round two of Dynasty Rookie Drafts.
1: That's funny. I was texting with uh, Kevin about Carter this morning. He threw out the Dion Lewis comp as well. I, I think the Gio Bernard comp is a good one. Carter, by the way, among uh, 14 of this class's best running back prospects, he he was second in PFF receiving grade behind only Travis Etienne. So again, even though the raw receiving numbers weren't huge, you got to remember he, he he was sharing time with with uh, Javante Williams. I think he's a guy who could you know again catch 50 plus balls in
0: some NFL seasons. Yeah, I agree. It'd be interesting to see where he lands. Check out DraftSharks.com for Kevin's full scouting report on Michael Carter. While you're there, you can read all 20 other prospect scouting reports that have already posted, plus all of those that are yet to come. As I've mentioned, the prospect scouting report series is free to read, but you should lock in your DS Insider access so that you can see where we rank all of these guys in our up-to-date dynasty rankings and you can also access our 2021 redraft rankings and the dynamic MVP draft board, both of which are already live, ready to help you in your drafting throughout the year. You can also find us on Twitter. We are at draft Sharks. Jared is at SmolaDS. I am at SchaufDS. It's S-C-H-A-U-F. For Jared Smola and the rest of the draft Sharks crew, I'm Matt Schauf saying thanks so much for sitting with us.